the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, it's a hot one, huh? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's a hot one out there. Very nice. We're, we're happy to be with you from the uh, confines of the uh, air-conditioned studios here at Seven Parkway Center. Word FM, Kathy. Wow. You look a little hot. Listen, I had to, I was just telling uh, a friend of ours, Darren, a co-worker, that when I go home today, I need to repent. Why is that? Do you think you're going to be so hot? I was in such a bad mood what? before I came to work today. Because it was so hot in your It was in your so it really hot. Wasn't, it really wasn't that bad. I, I I don't get it. You can come down to the basement. Oh, yeah. See. Milo was shivering this morning. Oh, God my goodness him. gracious. I can't imagine shivering. It was so hot in my house. And here's the thing. If, if you're just sitting around... Yeah. Being all hot is not that big of a deal. No. When you have to somehow look presentable and go to work and shower and all those sorts of things, oh my gosh, I was in such a bad mood. Mm. I was in a really, really bad mood. I mean, you so now used I to the go, drill. I have to go home and like say I'm sorry. To and, what? To know. family members? Uh-huh. We'd be in rough. Just my husband. A little chaos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was like, well, I'm just, I'm just trying to be nice. I was uh. like, I know. <laughs> okay. Right. That's what the heat does. I mean- at least it just you, makes you very testy. At least it makes me very testy, not I, you. I was very content. I see. I don't think it was that hot. I mean, it's hot, but it's not like crushing me hot. It really doesn't feel like crazy hot. No, it really doesn't. What time did you come in here? Uh, kind of late, um, one-ish. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's Well, all I can tell you is in my neighborhood, mm. it felt every bit of the 97 degrees it was on our th- thermometer well here's the deal when you came here uh-huh. you got in your car and turned on the ac which was so great i did not which i can't i couldn't john i couldn't do that just uh i'm okay with it i, I mean i'm not okay with it clearly because i have to repent just cold my bad attitude but the car i'd lose my mind it's fine it's fine really such is life right okay. i mean you think about this is a fairly new thing. It is. I mean, I never... I Christy, mean, did you have air conditioning in your house growing up? Yes. Oh, you did? Yes. Oh, okay. Geez, we did not. No, we didn't. <laughs> no. My parents got air conditioning when I went to college, which I thought was an insult. No, a little bit. They could finally afford it. Yeah, exactly. Right? You were out of the house. Yeah. I don't know. It's warm. And it's going to be this way for a few days. So what? Just tomorrow. Okay, no big deal. And then Friday, it's going to get a lot better. And Saturday, it's going to be even better. Good. All right. So as uh, we, we complain about the heat... No, we're not. We're not complaining. No, we're no, we acknowledging are. it. No, you were complaining we're, so much so that you made life in, in your home uh, unbearable. I didn't. I, I don't think you I made it. Go and repent. It doesn't mean I made it unbearable. Sounded, I made it unpleasant. Sounded kind of rough. I don't, Let's call your husband, Christy. He always takes Eric's side. Get Eric on the phone. I kind of feel like I feel bad for Eric. I, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, now you're all taking us. Which is right. Which is true because he was in a fine. He was doing fine in the heat, and mm-hmm. I was. 
coming apart at the seams. How about like, is there something like, wouldn't it be like, like nice to have like an ice cream cake to beat the heat? How about something like that? Ice something cream kind of cake fun. is delicious. Something, how often do you get ice cream cake? Not often. I don't think I've had it since I was like 16. Right. But, uh, so in other words, not very often. They sell ice cream cake like at Baskin and Robbins. Yes, Baskin Robbins. Dairy Queen. Yes. That kind of thing. Yes. That'd be kind of fun. They're it? all delicious. Why don't you try to make nice and go home with an ice cream cake? You know what I had the other night mm. when I was hot? Mm. Banana split ice cream. Mm. Have you ever had it? No. Listen to me. Turkey Hill really? brand. My daughter bought it for me to try out. It's strawberry ice cream, oh. chocolate ice cream with a little fudge ripple and nuts, and banana ice cream. I'd be happy to have that. It's really mm-hmm. good. So on the way home, stop at the Giant Eagle over here, Parkway Center. Grab yourself a half gallon. Turkey Hill. I'm What's it going to cost you? Like, what do you think? Three sixty nine. Oh, that's cheap. Are you kidding me? That's I, a guess. I was going to say like nine bucks. That's a total guess. Everything's changed now. I know. It's probably like six eighty nine for or all I know. Eighteen fifty, something like that. Everything's changed. I was always bad at the prices, right? Right. Oh. Imagine how bad that is now. Can you imagine the prices right now? When's the last time you watched the prices? Everybody would get it wrong. I hate that show. No, it's a good show. No, I can't stand it. All the dinging, it makes me so tense. All the jumping around and cheering and, oh, wow, that's too much. Imagine if you were hot while you're watching the show. (laughs) It'd be really (laughs) crappy. It'd be really rough. Poor Mr. Eric Emmons. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. It's on Instant Cart, Instacart for five nineteen. Five. That's pretty. I said three sixty nine. Yeah, no, no. Seriously, you want some ice cream? Cherry Garcia is what you want. That's what I'm saying right there. Everything else, forget about it. Anyway, they're whack jobs. Mm-hmm. News of the day. Yeah, Kathy, got something for us? I do. Without further ado, the top four at four. For Wednesday, June fifteenth, thank you, twenty twenty two, number one. It's hot out there. Towns in Ukraine's eastern industrial heartland of Donbass being reduced to ash. We know this, of course, from watching the news, Mm -hmm. seeing our news across our computer screens. Uh, Ukraine's leaders and its soldiers say it won't stop there, though. Russia's animosity appears to extend even beyond the borders of Ukraine because Putin's naval blockade in the Black Sea has left 25 million tons of harvested grain to rot. Most of it was earmarked for developing countries, including South Sudan. And citing skyrocketing global food costs, the World Food Program has said it's slashing the amount of aid it can provide to 1.7 million people in the impoverished African nation. Around the world, millions of people risk starving because of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Unless Russia removes its mines and warships from the coastal waters, Ukrainian commanders say the only salvation can be advanced heavy weapon systems from the U.S. and its allies. Quote, Russia wants to control the global food markets in order to blackmail the whole world. Mm-hmm. According to CBS. Hey, uh, just a little sidebar. Our friend Pastor Zenia. I had a long um, text exchange with him the other day. I'd be happy to share that. I'm so happy to hear about that. Yeah, he sent photos as well. Oh, terrific. We'll talk about that later in the show. Number two, the Southern Baptist Convention voted overwhelmingly to create a way to track pastors and other church workers credibly accused of sex abuse and launch a new task force to oversee further reforms in the nation's largest, by far, Protestant denomination. The vote, of course, comes three weeks after the release of the blockbuster report by an outside consultant on the scandal, revealing that Southern Baptist leaders mishandled abuse cases and stonewalled victims, and I mean stonewalled victims, for years. 
Southern Baptists are in Anaheim for their big national meeting where they elected a new SBC president. Bart Barber uh, has called for an army of peacemakers. But, of course, there's already conflict because they're thinking of kicking Saddleback Church out of the ranks. Rick Warren, of course, is the pastor there, going to be retiring shortly. Uh, the reason that they're upset with Saddleback is because it ordained women pastors. The denomination statement of faith says the office of pastor is for men only. Rick Warren said, quote, are we going to keep bickering over secondary issues or are we going to keep the main thing the main thing, he said. I'd be surprised that happened. I really would be. If they got, if they kicked Saddleback yeah, out? Yeah, I mean, he was received very warmly yesterday. Uh, Peter Smith from the Post-Gazette, or from, sorry, from the Associated Press, will join us Friday for a recap of the Southern Baptist Convention. Number three. Over the course of 10 months, nearly 400 car crashes in our country involved advanced driver assistance technologies. The federal government's top auto safety regulator disclosed today in its first ever release of large-scale data about these systems. In 392 incidents cataloged by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, six people died, five were seriously injured. Tesla's operating with autopilot, the more ambitious full self-driving mode, or any of their associated component. That those were featured in 273 crashes, really? five of them fatal. Well, that kind of changes how we look at that, don't you think? Very much. And number four, a coalition of PA lawmakers and activists recently gathered on the Capitol Rotunda steps with one mission in mind, passing a law separating sports teams by sex. Legislation titled the Protect Women Sports Act would ban transgender girls and women in grade school through college from participating on the team that corresponds to their gender. And that is your top four at four. Well, that's certainly a lot going on, isn't it? Certainly is. It's a big effort to stay up to date with what's going on. Uh-huh. What right. do you think about I, I I don't like and haven't from the moment I heard about a self-driving car and this story that I just Confirms. I, I truly just like pricked the surface of will make you really I'm sure really not like the self-driving I mean car. so much of the cars how about the self-driving trucks that are coming right I way, know right? so let's get the cars straightened up before we even think about the trucks anyway we'll take a quick break uh, we've got a really interesting story yeah. coming up next mm-hmm. uh, wow. Alan Noble what I learned about lust and beauty from a flicker voyeur That's straight ahead. We're Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. It's the ride home here on Word FM. 101.5 WORD. Next time on PowerPoint with Jack Cram. The grace of God produces godly living in our lives. How could we truly be righteous and not live right in the power of Christ? We are transformed to be triumphant. Tune in next time. For PowerPoint with Jack Graham. PowerPoint, tonight at 9.30 on 101.5 WORD. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. Speaking of zero... 
zero right now. Get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsrustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest. Now try the best. windowsrustpittsburgh.com. I've always been kind of cynical towards advertising, which I know doesn't make much sense considering I'm currently recording a commercial. It's all the fluffy words that make us cynical, right? A once in a lifetime opportunity, a blue light special, but only of course, if you call right now, it all kind of makes me nauseous. And yet here I am about to say that right now actually might be a once in a lifetime moment for some of us. And that is the opportunity of a cash out refinance. Arguably never has there been a moment in time like the last few years where home values have jumped at crazy historical levels, leaving all this extra money sitting inside our homes. A cash-out refinance lets you put that extra money in your pocket to use for life. If you'd like to see your options, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Meadow Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to NMLS Consumer Access. Or corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. When kids need medical care, they will often face stressful and life-changing experiences. They miss out on the things that make being a kid fun. Starlight Children's Foundation has delivered happiness to 17 million seriously ill kids and their families at more than 800 children's hospitals and healthcare facilities. Our programs entertain and inspire hospitalized kids. Learn more at starlight.org. That's starlight.org. Drop your phones, grab your friends, and celebrate summer at Seneca Hills. For 86 years, Seneca Hills Bible Camp and Retreat Center is where families and churches have come to disconnect from daily distractions, to build friendships, grow in faith, and have tons of fun amid 250 acres of God's stunning creation. See all that Seneca Hills has to offer at SenecaHills.org. Camp sessions begin June 19th. Reserve now at SenecaHills.org. Searching out the online world of strangers feels a bit like walking as a ghost through their home, flipping through photo albums, reading diary entries, hearing them curse and damn the world. The scary thing is, more often than not, you end up remembering that it's your own home you're haunting. I think a lot of us go online and we act as voyeurs, right? The world is open to us, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, Flickr, Facebook, we see strangers' lives that we would never have an opportunity in the past. Right. So sometimes it's through image. Sometimes it's through word. I mean, how many times have you seen a comment by some person on Twitter and you're like, who is this guy? Oh, I know that guy. And then you have to go back and you have to look at all their other tweets and then you have to see what their little Twitter description is and like what photograph, what, what media do they post and what's... And then 30 minutes later, you're like, I don't, what, what, what do I care about this person? Why well, am I doing that? And we also get so comfortable being voyeurs. Yes. We forget that we ourselves are posting stuff that people are voyeuring to us, right? Mm-hmm. On us, creeping on us in some way. Right. It's very complex. The images, the images themselves elicit a lot of different emotions. 
Alan Noble is with us. He's Associate Professor of English at Oklahoma Baptist University, co-founder and editor-in-chief of Christ and Pop Culture, an advisor for the AND campaign, also of the author of the latest, You Are Not Your Own. It's excellent. Belonging to God in an inhuman world. You are not your own. Alan Noble joins us right now. He wrote a piece at Christ and Pop Culture called What I Learned About Lust and Beauty from a Flicker Voyeur. Alan, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. I'm happy to be back. Always a lot of fun. Always good to talk to you, Alan. Now, this is a <laughs> this is an interesting subject. We could take this conversation in 10 different directions over the next 15 minutes. But first off, good. Uh, Let's, good. Do Let's do it all. Let's take it in all the directions. <laughs> Let's talk about the voyeur first. Um, this yeah. guy that you came across on Flickr, what was he doing? Yeah, so I uh, used to help run Christ and Pop Culture, and so I would actively look for photos for the articles that we were publishing. And uh, Flickr had a creative comment section, so I would find photographs that regular people would just allow you to use freely. And I, I discovered, you know, as I'm scrolling through, I see these images repeating from the same photographer of just women's butts, to be honest, and not, not nude or anything like that. Just, just like in regular everyday life, like they seem to be somebody like there was somebody, I think at SeaWorld, so a group of women at SeaWorld, a group of women uh, going for a run at a marathon or something like this. I thought, what in the world is this man doing? Um, and it occurred to me that this guy, um, some photos of his wife, it's very stomach turning and, and, and sort of, and not sort of, a very upsetting um, to see that this guy was going around, you know, taking uh, people's bodies by, you know, taking photographs of them. To, without their, without their knowledge. It was very clear that these women, at least in most cases, had no idea what was going on. Mm-hmm. And so. For a lot of people, Alan, right? The, the the person has become so relaxed in this weird activity that he posts them, you know, for his own enjoyment and then for the enjoyment of others, perhaps, who are I don't also even know so if inclined. It was his own enjoyment. It seemed, I mean, Alan, was it, I don't know if it was enjoyable or it was like a weird obsession. I don't even know what you call it. It seemed clear from some of the descriptions that 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 it was a fetish. Yeah, that, that he, yeah. That, that he was lusting after these women. And, yeah, and, and that, you're right, John. I mean, he was making these public, right? So, it's a, you know, so it would make some sense to do something like this and then, out of shame, hide it from the world. But this thing had his, like, name on it. Like, he had pictures of his family elsewhere in this same folder, right, which was publicly available. And right. I thought, what in the world? Right. Okay, and, and I get that. And I think probably... A lot of people, especially guys, nod their head and go, yeah, I get mm-hmm. that. What, what's the problem with that? Now, then, uh, Alan, you go deeper into the uh, what the problem is in your piece, What I Learned About Lust and Beauty from a Flickr Voyeur, when you say, you know, this didn't sit well with you, and you, you fell asleep that night, you woke up in the morning, you were still on, that was still kind of on your mind, those images, the guy, the availability, and at the same time, later on that day, you're sitting and a woman walks by you. And what happened? Yeah. So, and she was very attractive. And, you know, my mind was distracted in a lustful way by her beauty. This is the article I always I wrote many years ago. And I always think, maybe this is the one that's going to get me canceled. Because <laughs> Here we are. 
<laughs> Here we are, my friend. Oh, but only because I'm being um, honest about something that literally happens to most men and many, if not most women, yes. at some point or another as, as well, right? So I'm, I'm not doing anything nefarious. No, I, no. I mean, I'm not doing... You know, I'm, I'm just being honest, honest, mm-hmm. honest about the way these things work. And what occurred to me was, all right, I'm disgusted by this guy's behavior and perplexed. But then I see this and I think, oh, my gosh, I had that same desire for possession because what he was doing was he was collecting women's bodies. And, and I think that this is the same thing that, that fundamentally happens um, Many times with people addicted to pornography, sometimes they'll save the, these images, and there is a, a a kind of hope to to possess other people. They mm. see beauty, and they can't be content saying, wow, there's a beautiful woman. That's great. Good for her. Moving on. And instead, what they want is they want to possess. Now, this man could not possess this woman these women uh, intimately the way his, 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 his sinful heart desired. And so he possessed them in some secondary way, but that fundamental desire to possess is not something that alien, at least to myself and to many people that I know it's an, it's a sinful impulse, but there it is. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it made me reflect like maybe that horrific thing. I mean, to some extent I'm, I'm a participant in that, except I don't, I don't do that for the photographs and the stuff. Right. And I think what you're saying is really true, right? I mean, the explosion of imagery, mm-hmm. especially pornography, has allowed a lot of men to go, this is mine. And the psychological yeah. thing that goes through that, I mean, men who would never approach a woman and have a conversation or guys who, you know, are, are fearful of engagement uh, by doing this, by categorizing and collecting, it's almost as though they're like, you know, baseball cards when you were a kid. Yeah. I've, I've got this and I've got that. And it yeah. gives you some kind of strength in your weakness. It's important to know, I talk about this a bit, not this, this ish, uh, about pornography and the logic of it, and you are not your own. Um, and, and I do think it gives you a sense of power, mm-hmm. um, and, and a lot of, for a lot of, particularly men, maybe women too, I don't know, pornography is powerful because of um, insecurities, uh, that, that you want to be affirmed. You want somebody to look at you and affirm you. And so whether you're looking at what would you traditionally call pornography or, or just beautiful images of women, or you're outside and you're obsessing about these beautiful people that you see, there's still that same, that craving to have somebody beautiful look at you in the face and say, I want you to desire me because I desire you. And pornography gives us the illusion of that. It's a very cheap illusion. It's really obvious that everybody else has access to this film. But uh, at the same time, when you feel so insecure, you'll accept things that are petty like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Alan Noble's with us, Associate Professor of English at Oklahoma Baptist University. Check out Alan's new book called You Are Not Your Own, Belonging to God in an Inhuman World. Um, This conversation that you and John are having, I mean, I've heard this conversation a lot. We've talked about the issue of pornography a lot on the show, but I've never heard this take on it, which is, this is uh, from your article, is that many men don't know how to live with beauty without owning it. Either it's ours or it shouldn't exist. 
Now, I had never thought of that before, but that's not new. That's not new to the digital age. I mean, you look back through all the, you know, the stories in world history, I could name three off the top of my head. I could name three Louis from French history off the top of my head. You know what I mean? Like you, you talk about the, the urge, the human urge to own things and to ha- and to possess beauty. So I think um, I've been thinking a lot, you know, even since I wrote that about the, the idea that beauty holds always holds a promise and the, the content of that promise can change. So the, when we look at a great work of art, sort of the promise is often that it will provide great insight into the world, universe, God, your life. Um, but but there's that, that promise has to be fulfilled. And your longing for that beauty is the longing for the fulfillment of that promise. And in um, the beauty of another person, sometimes let's say between friendship, right? You, you, you see somebody who's beautiful in an intellectual way or something, you just want to be platonic friends with them, you know? You're longing to have that depth of relationship. But in... In sexual beauty, what we're often longing for is the, the promise of some intimate belonging to that person and to be into, for them to belong to us. And it's difficult, I think, for us to see something beautiful, um, particularly uh, some of the opposite sex, but, but it could be other things like art, for example, and accept that it's not yours, accept that it's not yours, and that it's good that it's not yours. Mm. Um, and that's, that's been, what's been very helpful for me is sometimes we can either, we can either say, I see this beautiful person, therefore I must pursue them. I've got to have this, I've got to be with them. I've got to at least try. I must have them. And then you sort of say, well, forget all the consequences, my family or my current relationship or whatever your situation might be, um, which is not which is inappropriate, right? The other possibility is you say, I'm mad. I don't want this beautiful person in my life because this beautiful person is a reminder that I am not able to have them. Mm -hmm. Maybe in some way I'm inadequate. And so what can happen is that could turn to spite. And I've seen this happen. People, people resentful that women dress in a certain way. Sometimes I think that comes directly out of this thought well, I can't have that beauty, so darn it, I want it hidden. Right. Yeah. And, and, of course, Alan, you, you hear people say, that, you know, the common thing, oh, dude, that woman is so out of your league, right? Yeah. Um, and that that does a lot of things to, you know, psychologically, the relationship between men and women as well. Alan Noble's with us. And, Alan, you know, can you stick around for just a few minutes? We're going to go to a break. We want to come back and yeah. continue on. Okay. So as you write in this piece, that which I did not know was, you know, from a while back, uh, what I learned about lust and beauty from a flicker voyeur, you say this, and this is the thing I want to talk about. It may be one of the hardest lessons that I've had to learn that nearly all my purity efforts were built around denying and even condemning the beauty that God has created. And that that is heavy duty. Yeah. I think that's center core for a lot of men, and you've defined that in this very weird, slippery slope. Stay with us. Alan Noble's going to be around. We're talking about pornography, beauty, desire, and control. That's next. Hey, Daddy-O, Pap, Pop, Father, Daddy, or whatever you call that special man, it's time to gather him up and head on out to the Springhouse for our annual Father's Day Steak and Chicken Fry. That's right, steak and chicken. 
both marinated and cooked to perfection over an open pit outdoors. And to complete this great Dad's Day meal, we're making baked mashed potatoes, Ed's green beans, corn pudding, Alabama casserole, Dutch greens, homemade rolls, rice pudding, blondies, brownies, and of course, all of our Springhouse drinks featuring our famous chocolate milk. That's right. You can't beat it. There will be live music and inside and outside seating and a free ice cream cone for every dad. Come to the Springhouse to treat your dad to a special day. Call 228-3339 for more details. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted. If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. The Mechanical Services Company has fixed HVAC systems large and small for over 100 years. For fair treatment, expert service, and affordable solutions 24-7-365, find them online at tmschvac.com. The Mechanical Services Company, trusted, proven, preferred. Drop your phones, grab your friends, and celebrate summer at Seneca Hills. For 86 years, Seneca Hills Bible Camp and Retreat Center is where families and churches have come to disconnect from daily distractions, to build friendships, grow in faith, and have tons of fun amid 250 acres of God's stunning creation. See all that Seneca Hills has to offer at SenecaHills.org. Camp sessions begin June 19th. Reserve now at SenecaHills.org. Year after year, it's the same routine. Drop off the taxes, pick up the taxes, leave a check. Maybe it's time to work with a business CPA who is less transactional and more relational. For Mike Radich and the team at MGR CPA and Consultants, it's about more than crunching the numbers. It's about getting the advice you need for complex tax issues and business solutions. It's just a better return. MGR CPA and Consultants. Honesty, integrity, always. At MGRCPA.com. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and help you save time and money down the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at WordFM.com, the WordFM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Tonight, partly cloudy. It'll be warm and humid. Low tonight at 74. Partly sunny. A hot one tomorrow. A heavy thunderstorm for the late afternoon. That could bring us some hail and damaging wind. A high tomorrow at 90. Mainly clear skies for tomorrow night. Low 68. Mostly sunny, not as warm, and lower humidity for Friday. It'll be a breezy day, the high Friday 83. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Steve Williams. Elvis Costello has a song, and in it, he talks about all this useless beauty. And I remember the first time I heard it, I, I, I love it. It's such a weird twist because there's this, I mean, God is, everywhere you look, there's something beautiful to see. But we become verted, perverted in our desire, in our mm-hmm. our want to hold and possess. And you can, of course, only hold and possess so, so much. much. And then the rest of it just becomes, like Elvis Costello said, useless in some way. What does it serve me? I can't... Take it in. Yeah, it's just too much. 
Alan Noble's with us. Alan's been a guest of ours over the years. He's got a wonderful book out called You Are Not Your Own, Belonging to God in an Inhuman World. And he wrote a piece where we're talking about lust and beauty. And Alan, I mean, you say this in the article, essentially, that, you know, all those lessons of your purity efforts that, you know, we as believers of Jesus trying to get rid of all the things that are undesirable, supposedly, that the world presents to us, it's almost impossible to do. It is, yeah, I, and and as I, yeah, as I say, it, it's taken me a long time. It took me a long time to learn that because I discovered that um, you know a, a woman can dress in an extremely modest fashion, and look, beautiful people are beautiful, right? Like it, I'm, uh, it it really doesn't take much to find that desire stirred for somebody else. And so if, if, if my goal is to avoid certain kind of people or and it's not to do this or to shame them into dressing a certain way, which is also not my goal, but, but, but that's kind of how I've been taught or to avert my eyes constantly to not be able to, in other words, here's the case, to not be able to accept that other people are beautiful. Um, or to just cover it totally up, right? right the, you, you say in here, there aren't enough burkas in the world to hide the beauty of what God has made. Oh, that's a great line. It, yeah, and that's and that's just that's just fundamentally true. And what it ends up doing is what what we described before the break, which is it, it creates angst, it creates bitterness, right? Like why why? Um, so I've been thinking about this as the because pro- this is still a project, and I say maybe some might they like to turn it into a small book, but, but I've been thinking about it as the problem is the beauty of other people, right? There's just there's just always going to be beautiful other people oh, around you, yes. and you have to know what to do about that in a way that is God honoring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so much of a better question to be, or um, maybe a challenge to put forth rather than what I think are kind of the vapid purity challenges that we've been giving each other in the Christian church for the last, I don't know, 40 or 50 years. Yeah. I, I mean, so experientially, so in, in my own life, I have found you know that those purity culture things yeah, they just didn't they didn't work. They were vapid, and um, they encouraged bitterness. I remember one moment in my life where a friend and I were in the mall, and he introduced me to a, a female friend of his, and she was gorgeous, and I couldn't I chose not to look at her in the face. I mean, maybe once when we said hi, but I intentionally avoided her. And I think back to that and I'm like, I was not loving my neighbor. Right. And and the, the truth is, Alan, and, and I, I think this is not talked about a lot, that for the large majority, I'm sure, you know, not and, 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 a, and a man who says otherwise is either just, you know, trying to, you know, BS his way through or he's delusional, that generally men are terrified of women. And especially as a young man, you know, a 15, 16-year-old boy, and you're trying to figure out where you fit in this equation of acceptance, and then there's this onslaught of beautiful imagery, women that come to you and talk to you and, you know, the engagement. Men are ill-equipped to handle that. This conversation doesn't happen, and a father doesn't rarely talk, he never talks to his son about something like this. And then, you know, you add layers and layers and layers of pornography on top of this 
and then violence and you know it just it's a really weird subject and it would save so many marriages and men's hearts if we could have this conversation about how do we uncover our worth in God that as we engage oh. other beauty the transactional thing does it not have to or it take... doesn't have to be transactional yeah exactly yeah yeah that's right so where i come to in the end uh, and what i have found helpful and what i think is is the, the godly response is to get to the place where you can acknowledge other people's beauty and thank god for it and then follow up immediately by thanking god that that beauty is not yours to enjoy intimately it's even a little prayer that that i i continue to say to myself and this is something i stress to my students because uh, because many of them they're college students they're young they haven't gotten married yet they have this illusion that once they get married all that desire for beauty will just go away and they'll be like well i just got my spouse and i'm like i don't know if you guys know this but there are lots of beautiful people in the world mm-hmm. not just physically beautiful but in all senses right and so so you have to have a plan like you have to have a posture a way of responding to the holistic beauty of other people that does not lead you down a path of seduction or bitterness. Yeah. And for me, that response has been this, this prayer. Thank you, God, for the beauty of this woman. And I thank you that it's not mine to enjoy intimately. And the point in this is that I need to get to a place where I affirm God's will, because God's will is not for me to have that person. And my sinful heart doesn't want to affirm that. My sinful heart wants to rebel and say, no, no, I've got to have this beauty. I've got to capture it like that lawyer, right? I've got to own it, right? And and even just speaking to it, even if my wicked heart doesn't believe it, but just saying that as a prayer helps me affirm what is ultimately true because of God's will, which is, it's great that this person is beautiful. It's not a bad thing. It's not a threat to me. And it's also great that that's not my person to enjoy intimately. So let me give you the – I'm not going to speak for all women, but I'll give you a female perspective um, on this. And it, it's interesting hearing you guys talk because since I was a little kid, I always had more friends that were boys than friends that were girls. And so I, I just – I liked boy things. Like I liked sports. I liked – you know rigorous academic things i just i ended up feeling more at home with men than with women what do they say you're a guy's you're girl. a guy's girl yeah right um but what ended up what ends up happening when you are like that and you're a christian is you end up uh having a a lot of guys who call you a tease because you hang out Ooh. with them when i never ever considered being a tease i never was because that wasn't in my mind that way and so every uh, you know when when a friendship becomes potentially transactional like john you labeled it which i think is a good label it limits the woman and it makes you it makes as a woman it makes you feel like you're not valid or you're sl- or you're less than, and even if you're not like I'm not saying I was dehumanized or anything like that. I was never the victim of sexual abuse or assault or anything like that. But it does make you feel like the Billy Graham rule has cut me out. And of course, so that's the that's the workplace view, which is that if you're a woman, I can't be alone with you without my wife there. And so therefore, if I can't be alone with you, I can't really promote you because I don't really know you. And so therefore, you have to maintain your distance in the workplace. But that can also carry over into the personal church world. Well, I can't be on a committee with you. 
I can't have you as my worship leader. I can't have you as my, you know, what, whatever. Oh. And all it does is it keeps women in a particular box. In the burqa. In the bur- yeah. Right. And so even though we're in a free society, there are still forces that tend to push women in that direction. And having being the mom now of two girls, one thing I've said to them over and over and over again, they're sick of me hearing it, is I've said, and I've said this to all of their friends too, girls are for more than dating. Yeah. So whenever people come up to me and say, oh, all those girls that hang around your daughter, you know that all they want to do is date her. I say, you know what? Girls are for more than dating. All those guys. Yeah. Yeah. You said all those girls who want to. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. When the guys are around the girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, they say, well, all those guys want to date your daughter. And I say, well, girls are for more than dating. Right. It's just I, it, yeah. and I'm not saying it's easy. And I don't feel any sense of pride or any sense of looking down at men or anything like that because we all have our own issues but i do think it's important for men to hear that those transactional temptations are really keeping women in one particular box and the purity culture and those uh admonitions are not helping no but I, i need to go back to that original premise which is generally men are terrified of women and they don't know how to talk to a woman once you reach a certain age right that's when the transaction takes place so how do how yeah, does and sometimes men who who are married are even worse because they feel christian men in my experience because they feel like they got married and that was going to insulate them from those feelings but now <laughs> that they're married and now that they have to work with you at church or they have to work with you in the workplace or whatever it is you are a reminder to them that they haven't dealt with the thing they're thing and so it terror yeah right Right. and so i want to say that that terror at its core is the inability to accept that other people don't aren't going to belong to you yeah because those feelings aren't going to go away right Right. 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 that's really good hanging out with your if your daughters are really interesting and i'm sure they are really interesting beautiful young women (laughs) well of course those boys are going to be sure have be interested and and i I don't think that's wrong for that impulse to be there but they've got to be able to say You've got to do something with that feeling. You've got yes. to do something with yeah, that yeah, response. Yeah. And so for me, that what it comes down to is affirming what God's truth is. That person is not for me to intimately know. And and and, uh, and it's and it's good that she's interesting. It's good that she's beautiful. It's yeah. good that she's funny and intelligent and all those things. Because if you can't say both things, you end up bitter or you end up pursuing people. And what you just described, Kathy, with these uh, you know married men who are just like, I can't be with you. What they're really saying is they're still, like John's saying, insecure in some way, right? They they don't know what to do with those feelings, and so what they want to do is they don't want a woman around them who is interesting, who's beautiful in some sense, who they could desire. And so, what's the what's then the common denominator that as men and women gather, married or not, beautiful or not, uh, whatever age, whatever that is, th- there there's a common denominator that takes the air out of the room, the terror and the fear, the anger, the the clinginess, whatever that is, the guys hold on to. So, Right, I mean, the purity yeah. culture. We've seen the purity culture. Nice try, but it really hasn't worked. In some ways, it's made more problems than it tried to solve. That's right. Yeah, and so for I mean, and you know, maybe this. In my analysis, that that common denominator 
is the inability to accept the goodness and beauty of other people without trying to possess yeah. them. <laughs> and when you can accept that, and you accept it as a good thing from God, it's a right. great gift that this person is beautiful, right? It doesn't It doesn't have anything to do with you. It doesn't mean you're inferior. It's just great. That they're, and it's great. Sometimes I'll add to the person, you know, thank you that it's somebody else's beauty, right? If they're married in particular. Thank, you know, it's a good thing that they don't belong to me because this is God's will. And so I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be bitter about it. I'm going to rejoice, even if I don't feel in the moment that rejoicing. But that's what prayer can do to us. It forms our hearts, just like forgiveness. Sometimes you don't feel like forgiving someone until asking and praying prayers of forgiveness. Can it, it shapes our hearts. It shapes our desires so that over time, you start to desire to, to celebrate the beauty and goodness and interestingness mm-hmm. and fascination with somebody else and accept that it's not yours and be okay with that. That. You can be glad that someone else built Versailles, <laughs> even if it wasn't you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Great Very good. Yeah. Alan, always a pleasure. Thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you. Our pleasure. Alan Noble, Oklahoma Baptist University. He's an author of a book that we love called You Are Not Your Own, Belonging to God in an Inhuman World. Inhumane World. We've been talking about lust and beauty and control. Can I ask you this question? Insecurity. How much water do we actually need, John? After that conversation, (laughs) gallon, two. My dad is one of my favorite people of all time. Sometimes my eyes feel rolly when he's giving advice, but I've learned more from dad than anyone. Like how saving a few pennies here and there can often be a big deal down the road. One of my favorite dad lessons was, if you're staying at a hotel and you can't see your car from your window, you probably pay too much. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, and the mountaintop of my job is when we get to save good people, like Word FM listeners, some life-changing pennies. It's why we're so proud to have our direct lender advantage. Our team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender. Our company uses its own money within its own walls, and there's no middleman. For you, this often allows us to get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money on new home purchases or refinances. If you'd like to chat, you could find me and dad at unitedfaithmortgage.com. We pay $1,000 of your closing costs on new home purchases. United Mortgage Corp, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwall. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. Speaking of zero, right now get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsrustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Cornerstone Television is dishing out all new episodes to fill your home with truth and joy this season. From Hope Today to Origins, Hard Questions, Sister to Sister, Today's Nashville. 
Move Your Mountain, and Dashing Dish. Taste the best of local Christian TV on Cornerstone Television Network, where hope happens. That's Fios Channel 505 or Channel 805 on Comcast Xfinity. How much water do you need to stay hydrated? Especially on a day like today. Okay, so you've seen, you know, if you've been wherever on social media, you know, you see celebrity influencers, they lug around gallon-sized water bottles as the hot new accessory. I mean, people are like... (laughs) People drive me. Drinking, drinking, you know, the the water bottles have, remember your goal, keep drinking. So here's the deal. We've been told you need eight, uh, eight glasses of water, eight ounces each a day to stay properly hydrated. Now, it that's not necessarily true because if you're a 200 pound guy and you just went on a 10, 10 mile hike, you, you need, need more, more water than the, you know, the guy who's 120 pounds and has been, you know, managing the office all day long. Right. And, you know, the, the idea that all that water is going to keep you healthy and, you know, flushing out the kidneys. Again, users may find various results depending upon their height, their activity. Sure. And is water the only thing that you need or, can you just get by drinking what, you know, uh, an iced tea right. or you've got the vegetables or, you know, right. here's a peach. Here's some grapefruit. Other things contain water. Sure. All right. So I'm looking at an article from the Washington Post to all those different points. How much water do you actually need? They say, which is basically this, your results may vary. Okay. The key is just to stay hydrated in some form stay away from sugary drinks okay because that's true the caffeine does right, so unless you're a professional athlete gatorade is not a good choice well yeah i would think so yeah unless you're or out unless there you're sick right? or uh, you're out there you know playing softball with people for six hours or something like that mm-hmm. it's just like like everybody takes a a, a known truth stay hydrated mm-hmm. and in the world and they today turn it into some sort of like worldview like a national anthem, right. but, you know. We've got to like you know lug right. around a gallon yeah. bottle of water with a little trendy logo on it, and that makes me feel better about myself. Right. Just where we are. There, look at that. There she is. That's a very that's, trendy. That's is that how much? How much water is that? Uh, I oh, think okay. it's thirty-two. I think ounces. this is thirty-two. Here we go. We're all holding up. Our this water is small. Bottle. What do you think this is? It's probably sixteen. I think. Yeah, probably something like that. I don't. That's know. a hydro flask. Yeah, yeah. Hydro flask. Mm-hmm. Broke girl. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, listen, I was just talking to a a friend of mine who's pregnant. Yeah. Do you know what they told her at the doctor's office? No. About, they said that she should be drinking half of her body weight in ounces every day. Half of her body weight? So, what are you doing? Are you just standing by the kitchen sink and drinking water all day? What are you talking about? That sounds crazy. Can you believe that? No, that sounds like if. If that was like, it sounds like a misprint or a misstatement. Right. Half of your body. It doesn't make any sense at all. I can't. I mean, what What am I talking? That's ridiculous. You'd be like standing next to, you know, the pot waiting to I'm go all day like long. I'm 65 ounces of water a day? Know, whatever. I would, couldn't even like function. Do you have a water filter at home? Yes. Uh-huh. From the, you know, is it like connected to the faucet? No, it's the kind that's in your refrigerator. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Filter. Yeah. Yeah. When's the last time you drank tap water? I drink tap water every morning. Uh, wait, even though you got a filter, thing, yeah. it's got a filter. First on thing it. when I get I'm yeah, in but the like bathroom. regular t- without a filter. Yeah, when I'm in the bathroom okay, in the morning. Yeah. First a glass thing, glass of water. First thing I drink, drink eight ounces of water. Does it gross you out? No, 
Because some people won't drink tap. Look, Christy's in there making a face. I refuse to drink tap water. Do you know what's in that water? Oh, come on. It's, are you kidding me? There's like a website you can go and type in your address and see what's in your water. All right, look, find that. We need I to will. take a break, okay? Listen, once you travel to places where there's <laughs> no potable water. You kidding me? I, I love We're living like I'm kings here. Pittsburgh's Christian Talk, Water Authorities, here on the ride home. Last year, over 100,000 people in the United States died from drug overdoses, and alcohol-related deaths are rising. This has to stop. At Recovery Centers of America, our local team of experts is dedicated to treating addiction and healing families. With cutting-edge science and medicine behind us, Recovery Centers of America takes a holistic approach to treatment, addressing the source, symptoms, and contributors of substance use and co-occurring mental health disorders. Call 1-888-RECOVERY now for immediate help. You don't need to travel far to access world-class care and family support services. Our inpatient and outpatient centers are located near you so you can achieve recovery close to home. Plus, we offer outpatient telehealth services. If you are suffering and don't know where to turn, we want you to know that you are not alone. At Recovery Centers of America, we will answer your call 24-7. Call 1-888-RECOVERY now. That's 1-888-RECOVERY. If a super flexible schedule, great benefits, paid time off, and a signing bonus sound good, consider NAMS Transportation. NAMS has provided safe transportation to Northern Allegheny County and Pittsburgh seniors for over 40 years. Van drivers start at $17 an hour, sedan drivers at $14 an hour, plus a $2,000 signing bonus for part-time drivers and a $4,000 signing bonus for full-time. Must be 25 or older, no CDL required. Call 412-406-8611 today. Cornerstone Television is dishing out all new episodes to fill your home with truth and joy this season. From Hope Today to Origins, Hard Questions, Sister to Sister, Today's Nashville, Move Your Mountain, and Dashing Dish. Taste the best of local Christian TV on Cornerstone Television Network, where hope happens. That's Fios Channel 505 or Channel 805 on Comcast Xfinity. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. To learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year. And to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Hey, speaking of water, you want to hang out with your friends again in a fun environment? How about a night out, just the two of you, well, maybe maybe a few more than two, you can join Word FM's aboard the Gateway Clipper for a dinner cruise sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. Kath and I will be there. So I think Chrissy's coming as well. August 16th, it's a night out on the Three Rivers featuring a great dinner, 
fabulous views of the city. Lots of fun. We did this last year. We had such a good time. We sure did. Uh, tickets are on sale right now. Get yours before the cruise fills up at wordfm.com. You'll see the Dinner Cruise logo at the very top of the page. Join us August 16th, the uh, Gateway Clipper Dinner Cruise. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be a great night. Mm-hmm. Again, last year, sold out. Yeah. So don't be left behind. Yep. All right, so Christy sent us this really disturbing uh, link where oh. we put in you put in your zip code and you find all the contaminants that are in drinking oh, water. Oh, for heaven's sake. And Something else to be freaked out she's by. She's ruined everything for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, apparently, uh, my local tap water has a problem with bromodichloromethane, John. Mine too. Yeah. That mm-hmm. gets stuck in my throat yeah. often. Also, um, uh, haloacetic acids. Mm. Uh, I'm 384 times uh, what's apparently the limit. Don't worry, I'm 448 over the limit. Okay. Holy moly. All right, moly. that's bad. I also have a problem with total trihalomethanes mm-hmm. and um, trichloroacetic acid. Mm-hmm. That okay. sounds bad. That sounds really bad. Yeah. How, how's your local water? Uh, I haven't talk? clicked it yet. Oh. I just, I, I'm you trying to like, know? I'm so anxious anyway that this is just yeah. one more layer okay, of it. Okay, but here's my question. What if you tested the bottled water? How would it what come would out with there? the contaminants? Well, that's like coming I mean, would, from like a spring would the, somewhere would, would in Colorado. Bromo, would bromo form be in there? No. What about chromium Mm-mm. hexavalent? Probably like unicorn breath would be in there instead. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Turn.com and use discount code BALANCE. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The Federal Reserve has announced its largest interest rate hike since 1994, a bigger increase that it previously signaled in a sign that the central bank is struggling to restrain stubbornly high inflation. The central bank raised its benchmark short-term rate by three-quarters of a percentage point. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin says the West must step up weapons delivery to Ukraine to help the country in its war with Russia. From Brussels, NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg. Allies are committed to continue uh, providing the military equipment that Ukraine needs to prevail, including heavy weapons and long-range systems. In Brussels, more than 45 nations discussing weapons and other support for Ukraine. This is SRN News. If you are 65 or older, you know this. It's really frustrating to deal with out-of-pocket medical expenses, watching your hard-earned dollars just flying out the window. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare has a new option called MediShare 65+. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills, and it really is a community. People encourage and pray for each other. And MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B that fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years. It's great for peace of mind. And you can use your Medicare-approved doctor and get prescription savings, dental and vision savings. Very worth looking into, and it's so easy to find out why people rave about the customer service at MediShare. They're great to talk to on the phone. Here's the number. Call 855-PSALM-32. That's 855-PSALM-32. 855-PSALM-32. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, professional. 
If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. The Mechanical Services Company has fixed HVAC systems large and small for over 100 years. For fair treatment, expert service, and affordable solutions 24-7-365, find them online at TMSCHVAC.com. The Mechanical Services Company, trusted, proven, around town is that Pittsburgh homeowners are choosing doing it right when it comes to their roofing, siding, and remodeling projects. That's because since 1984, doing it right roofing, siding, remodeling continues to set the bar through clear communication and an installation that's second to none. Doing It Right employs only the most experienced professionals to install and oversee your project. They'll stop at nothing to ensure your satisfaction. Doing business honestly, taking no money down and no payment until the job is complete. Doing It Right will ensure all work is installed to the industry's highest standards, then back it all up with their lifetime workmanship warranty. As a prestigious multi-award winning Owens Corning Platinum Contractor, as well as a VSI certified installation contractor, you can't go wrong with Doing It Right. Mention Johnny Cathy for a discount off your estimate. Call 724-NEW-ROOF for a free project evaluation or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Train up a child in the way they should go. Well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hills seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. Tonight, partly cloudy. It'll be warm and humid. Low tonight at 74. Partly sunny. A hot one tomorrow. A heavy thunderstorm for the late afternoon. That could bring us some hail and damaging wind. A high tomorrow at 90. Mainly clear skies for tomorrow night. Low 68. Mostly sunny, not as warm, and lower humidity for Friday. It'll be a breezy day. The high Friday, 83. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Steve Williams. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Tell you what, when I get home tonight, I am pulling out the slip and slide. <laughs> I need to be on that thing. <laughs> here I come. But I wouldn't pay to see that. Shoot, I'm flying on that uh-huh. thing. It's going to feel good. The wind in the hair. I'm telling you. So of what's w- left. When we started our show today at 4 o'clock, and by the way, if you missed our first hour, you can always contact our podcast wherever you get your podcast, The yeah, Ride but- Home with John and Kathy, because... Uh, John decided he was spouting off how, you know, 96, that's exactly what it was, 96 degrees, it's not that hot, and he came in here and he was fine, Fine. I was talking about how I was so grumpy with my husband, I have to go home and repent, (laughs) because I was like, real, it's just a lot to manage getting ready and being that hot, Mm. Uh, and now you're talking about slip and slide. Slip and slide, it's 95. No kidding, John! (laughs) I mean, you know, if you're ever going to get... Did you ever like have like the, the hose in the backyard? You ever do that when you were a kid? No, because growing up, the D'Amico's, God bless Wendy and her family, they had a pool. Oh, oh! So I, you in my the D'Amico's. all my younger years, I was swimming in their pool. Very nice. Mm-hmm. So I know. I no hose. No hose. <laughs> oh, wait, a hose is for the pedestrians. I was with the D'Amico's in their oh, pool. We had the hose. <laughs> Kidding me? In Swissville, we loved the hose. <laughs> of course. <laughs> 
<laughs> it wasn't Mount Lebanon, uh, no. Upper St. Clair. No, no, but in the North Hills, they got the neighbor's pool. <laughs> Very nice. Even better, right? Okay, uh, listen to this. <laughs> more bad news. Oh, hey, great. More bad news. A record high, 50% of Americans rate U.S. moral values as poor. Mm-hmm. So it's six, 50%. 50%. Just the... Uh, uh, 1% say that the state of moral values is excellent. Right, those people have One. been asleep for the last 20 years. 12% say they are good. 37% say they are fair. Although the negative views of the nation's moral values has been the norm throughout Gallup's 20-year trend, the current poor rating is the highest on record by one percentage point. The findings from Gallup's May 2022 Values and Beliefs poll uh, say this, that Republicans' increasingly negative assessment of the state of moral values is largely responsible, there it is, there we go. for the record high overall poor rating of 72%. Republicans' poor rating of moral values is at its highest point since the inception of the trend and up sharply since President Trump has left office. <laughs> <laughs> so says Gallup. Okay. Right, so people thought they were going to get rid of Trump and then everything was going to be okay? Right. At the same time, 36% of Democrats say the state of moral values is poor. Well, that's really interesting. I mean, Republicans, more than twice as much. Uh, 36 uh, Democrats say the state of moral values is poor, while the 48% plurality rate is, is only fair, and 15% of Democrats say things are excellent. What the heck? All right. Grim findings. Does it surprise you? Not, we, not even a little bit. Would you say, are you in line with those, yes. those findings? Yes. Our moral values are yes. poor, 100%. Yes, I think the number one moral, the value, moral value that's poor is our insistence that our tribe is good and the other tribe is bad. Mm-hmm. Yes. The, I, I, I seriously think it's the biggest problem. We have lack of humility. Or lack of being able to have a conversation with Except, each other. Man, but it is, but that know. but that starts with humility, don't you think? Yeah, right, right. You know, if you feel like you have all the answers, if I feel like I have all the answers, I don't need to talk to you because I already have all the answers. Right, those guys. Right, them. Yeah, the evils out there, and the lack of the slip and slide. On June 23rd, John, the Museum of the Bible is hosting Blessing of the Elders, a tribute to the faith-filled legacy of the black church and its historical and modern-day figures whose contributions have been foundational to America's mm. faith, culture, and history. Doesn't that sound good? Yeah. We really, really like the people at Museum of the Bible. Anyway, it's a one-night gala co-hosted by Erica Campbell and B.B. Winans, and it's featuring a stellar cast of award presenters and gospel singers. Wait till you hear this. Guess who's going to be there? First of all, Dr. John Perkins, uh, Bishop Charles E. Blake Sr., Dr. A.R. Bernard, presented by Denzel and Pauletta Washington, Hmm. Mm -hmm. Bishop Vashti McKenzie, presented by Dr. Cecilia Williams Bryant, Uh, music by Anthony Brown, music by Erica Campbell, music by the Clark Sisters, music by Marvin Winans, Tony Evans, author, radio... you know, I'm such a geek fan. Dr. Tony Evans, author, radio host, senior pastor of Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship, presented by his daughter, Priscilla Shire, music by Lecrae. Uh, also, Pastor Shirley Caesar, who's a Grammy Award winner. She is presented by Tremaine Hawkins with music by Fred Hammond, oh. my absolute favorite gospel singer ever. And Bishop T.D. Jakes, uh, presented by John Hope Bryant, music by Lady <clears throat> Tremaine Hawkins. Fabulous. Wait, this is Museum of the Bible. Uh, uh-huh. They used to be in New York City. Now they're in D.C. Well, in D.C. Right? Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. 
This year's inaugural event is going to tell the story, John, of historically significant figures from the Black Church. Um, the blessing of the elders guided by a steering committee. And uh, Steve Green, who's the Museum of the Bible co-founder, chairman of the board, also I believe he's been a guest on our show, said that the Black Church has a unique and rich history in our country, leaning on the Bible for strength, courage, and perseverance. And this powerful story of faith needs to be told, which is why you should get to the Museum of the Bible on June 23rd. I'm ashamed to admit I've never been there. I've never been there either. Right. No. Something far away. 7 to 10 p.m. June 23rd. That would be a super fun event to be mm-hmm. at. What's, uh, what's the date today? It's the 15th. It is the 15th. Mm-hmm. So you have some time to make your plans, John. Can you imagine what a ticket is for that? I bet it's a lot. Yeah, I would imagine. I bet it's a lot. Right. Have you ever been on the mall in D.C. on a day like today? Uh, when I was a boy. And isn't it like the hottest place on earth? <laughs> well, it's a sheet of concrete. It is a sheet. It yeah. is just yeah. so very, mm-hmm. very hot. Right, right. That's one of those things like, you know, your parents take you on a, like, you know, vacation. It's going to be educational. Uh, that's, that's the worst. Yep. I remember doing those vacations when we were kids. The educational ones. Oh, worst. The worst. More than, I just wanted to go to the ocean. And now we're, you know, looking at Colonial Williamsburg or right. Jamestown. Can I just go and hang out in the ocean? I don't need to be educated. Yeah. He doesn't need to be educated. It's summertime. Christy Please leave me alone. That's right? Did you guys do that in, as a family? Are those educational? You didn't? Oh, you didn't? No. You went to the lake. We went to the lake. Oh, see, you're dead. Yeah. Went to the lake. That's all we did. So we didn't. We weren't educated. We got either. on the boat. See, there I was, you know, suffering on the hot concrete in D.C. That's right. Exactly. Coming up next, the image of God. What if when you went into Target and you were so irritated by all the people around you in line, you thought each one of them was created in the image of God? It has to change the checkout line, right? We'll talk about it next. Right home. 101.5 WORD. This week on Truth For Life, we're continuing our examination of biblical marriage. We'll take a closer look at the significance of the wedding vows, and we'll learn about the roles of husbands and wives. How do we fulfill those roles God's way? That's our focus this week on Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Tomorrow morning at 6 on 101.5 WORD. Have you ever thought you'd like to buy and sell houses but didn't know how or where to get the money? My name is Ron Legrand, and over the past 40 years, I've bought over 3,000 houses without using my money or credit and taught thousands to do the same. Today, even in a virtual environment, we buy nice houses and nice neighborhoods using no banks, realtors, contractors, or other costly entanglements, and build huge cash flow and wealth without the hassle of tenants, all without credit and little or no money. You don't need a license or experience, and I'll show you exactly how it's done. Text RON to 99799 and I'll send you my free training. I promise I'll change the way you think about real estate and open the door to a new lifestyle that doesn't involve risk or rehabs and can quickly replace your current income. Text RON to 99799 and let me show you how to take your life back and build cash flow and wealth from your home. That's RON to 99799. Again, text RON to 99799. This is Pastor Tom Hall. People are capable of such goodness. So why are we at war with each other? It turns out that Christian faith is completely realistic about human nature. Faith gives us the tools to examine ourselves and imagine a better future. Join us for worship at First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, 326th Avenue, downtown, Sundays at 1045, for our sermon series, What's Wrong With Us? 
Learn more at fpcp.org. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred for all mechanical systems. Heat, even air, our team has got you covered. Maintenance, service, installs, and repair. Call us when you need comfort. Online at tmschvac.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. To learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year. And to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. Dear Christian, most likely you're going to worship on a Sunday morning. For a lot of people, we're memorizing Bible verses. You're in the Bible on a fairly regular basis, hopefully daily. You're trying to be in God, in God's Word, and to be holy. At the same time, people just hack you off, don't they? I mean, people just... People just make things difficult in this world. And you're trying to do the right thing to try to be mm-hmm. better, holy, true. But all those other people kept getting in my way, John. Would you just give me some space, people? <laughs> Rebecca Eklund is back with us. She's an pro- associate professor of theology at Loyola University. She teaches scripture, theology, and ethics. Her newest book is called The Beatitudes Through the Ages. But we saw something that Rebecca talked about that we, we think is bears repeating to remind us as difficult as people are we need to be part of this rebecca welcome back thank you so much i'm really excited to be back with you again so rebecca the uh checkout aisle at target is not usually a time when i find a deep theological introspection um or or insight and yet uh it appears that that has happened to you and i am first of all um grateful grateful exactly Mm -hmm. and slightly impressed by it to be honest um so talk Mm -hmm. about how you got to the point where you were able to think on such things in a place like target oh thank you so much well so it came out of um this book that i just wrote on the beatitudes and it really came from the the blessing in matthew that says blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see god And, of course, one of the great paradoxes is, well, how can we see God? God is invisible. God is immortal. God cannot be seen by human eyes. So how can we see God? And one of the things I stumbled upon as I wrote this book was this idea that one of the ways, not the only way, but one of the ways that we we see God, if our hearts are pure enough, is we see God um, in every human being that God created, because all human beings are created in God's image. So what might it mean to look into the face of the person who just cut me off in traffic, <laughs> the person in the, the, you know, the shopping line at Target and say, that person is the image of God. And if my heart is pure enough, I might be able to see God in them. It's a, it's, it's a huge 
challenge, but it's something I've kind of taken on, honestly, as a kind of spiritual practice. That's excellent. And, and Rebecca, I'm glad to read this because it resonated with me because I try to do the same thing as well. I think the difference between mm-hmm. you and I is I do it absolutely horrible, <laughs> just the worst. Oh, no, I'm not saying I'm good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, today I was just telling Kath during the break here, I'm driving into work today. It's very hot out. My air conditioning in the car is not working. My windows are down. I'm driving and I'm t- saying to myself, John, be the presence of God on the parkway as you're driving. Literally, literally less than six minutes later, I'm going, oh, no, 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 no. I mean, it's just so transient. It just comes and goes so quickly despite our best intentions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I completely agree. I mean, it's, it's a big challenge, and it's something I have to remind myself of over and over and over again, especially when I'm tired or I'm hot or people are irritating because people are, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but just to say, you know, that person god created them in god's image can i can i see god it might be faint it might be but then i get also have to turn that lens on myself like sometimes it's probably hard for people to see god's image in me um as well right so yes. how can i be a person in whom god can be seen so it's partially about seeing other people but i think for me it's also about um how how am i enabling other people to see god in my own life and the way i I react or behave or, you know, or, or talk to people when I'm tired or frustrated or, you know, in the long line at Target. Right. And I'm glad you brought this up because uh, you do, don't you see this occasionally that um, you'll meet people and you see the imprint, the holiness, the beauty of God all over them. And I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. They're, they're saints. There's, there's a holiness about them. I don't possess that, but I know many, many people I do. Mm-hmm. And I'm really happy to, mm-hmm. to meet those people, to know those people. Cause again, it's one of those same things. It's like the Beatitudes, like you're saying, blessed are the pure in heart. So they shall see God. I see God in them and I'm always happy to be part of that. Yes. Yeah. But there are some people you just, yeah, you're just drawn to them. Like the beauty of God's holiness is, is you know, flowing out of them. Um, and that's, that's a wonderful experience. You know, I'm so grateful for that. I think the, you know, the, the spiritual practice for me has been looking for it in places where it's not as obvious, right? Yes. Right, because as many, you know, as there are people, and I'm not, ta- not talking like a numeric comparison but as there are people who we are drawn to there are also people that we are repelled by which is what happened to john on the parkway so 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 how i guess i want to get ultra practical and say how do you how are you doing this yeah no it's it's i honestly i just i'll I'll look at that person and think um you are made in god's image (laughs) and it's it's a humbling moment for me um and to say you know um God loved, I mean, this is John three sixteen, right? God loved that person so much that he was willing to die for them, that person. <laughs> um, and that's also a humbling moment for me, right? Because um, it forces me to sort of step back away from my own evaluation of that person, whether I don't like them or I'm afraid of them for some reason or, I, or I'm just struggling to see the humanity in them, to see the way that God sees that person and sees someone that he created and loved so much he was willing to die for them. And so it's just trying to kind of just literally say those things to myself when I see a person that frustrates me or that I that I'm uncomfortable around. You know what I mean? And to to reorient myself around it. I use it like a mantra. I yes. literally say these things to myself in my head. No, I think I was thinking the same thing, Rebecca. Right, that it is like a magio day, a magio day. I mean, I'm not big on chanting. I don't want to do that, but I get that it mm-hmm. has to be like you know a top of mind rotating through your mind all the time. Otherwise, it would just be crazy people. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's, um, like I said, I'm not saying that I've mastered this or I somehow am really good at it, but but ever since ever since I encountered that particular, you know, just the way that some Christians have thought about this blessing, it's really been a challenge to me to say, well, um, if I can't see the image of God in that person, does that actually mean that there's something wrong with my heart? Is my heart not pure enough? Do I need to sort of go to God and pray and say, help me, you know, help me see your image in this person, because I'm really struggling. Rebecca Eglin is with us, Associate Professor of Theology at Loyola University, Loyola University, Maryland. I couldn't get all those consonants out. Um, Rebecca, I was um, I was reading a Corey Ten Boom book the other night, just kind of mm-hmm. paging through, and I was thinking about um, her story of after World War II was over. And for those of you who don't know who Corey Ten Boom was, uh, she and her family. Uh, famously housed um, in a hiding place uh, a whole bunch of people who were at risk um, by the Nazi occupation of um, of their country in the Netherlands. And so whether it was people who were of Jewish origin or people that were handicapped or whoever it was, they the family put themselves at risk and most of the family uh, pa- passed away in and around um, the uh, end of World War II in concentration camps or shortly thereafter, Corey being the only one to survive. And um, Corey talked about meeting the uh, one of the guards from one of the concentration camps she and her sister were in later, maybe mm-hmm. 10 years after World War II had ended. Mm-hmm. And he came up to her at a speaking event and he said, uh, Miss Ten Boom, I've been, I've been praying for this opportunity. Um, I have become a Christian. And now mm-hmm. that I'm a follower of Jesus, I have repented for my actions in the concentration camp. And so I'm mm-hmm. asking you for your forgiveness. And Corey said that she was overwhelmed by images of the horror that this man had inflicted on her sister. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. she thought, there is no way that I'm, Mm -hmm. I can forgive that man. There's no way I'm, he had his hand out, like we shake my hand. And she was like, I was just Mm -hmm. looking at his hand, like, can't go there. I can't, I can't go there. And she said that she prayed at that moment, God like if you're real as i believe yeah. you are and if this is a thing if this forgiveness is a thing you have yeah. to help me do it you have to do it for mm-hmm. me i've got nothing i can't even bring 1% yeah. into this equation i have zero you have to do 100 yeah. and she said at that moment she was filled with the ability to do it and she said she mm-hmm. never would have had the ability if she would not have prayed for it mm-hmm. because it was not in her character. It wasn't in her mind. It wasn't in her will. It was it, nothing that she had mm-hmm. was, was, was capable of doing it. But at the moment, she, she reached her hand out and she said, I fully forgive you. So, mm-hmm. and, and the way she tells the story, I've really done a horrible job. If you want to hear her, you should really yeah. go on YouTube and, 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 um, search for it because hearing it in her voice is really mm-hmm. wonderful because she conveys the angst of it and how it was not some kind of like, you know, pansy experience where she was like, Oh, sure. I forgive you. It was just supernatural. It was, it went, and it was grit. Yeah. Yeah. Grace. All, all grace all the way down. Right. I mm-hmm. mean, God's power. And that's, thank you so much. That's such a beautiful example of, 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 you know, God, God enabling us to, to do things and see things that we just aren't capable of ourselves. Right. Um, uh, someone who, who did so much evil and, and, you know, such horrible things. And then, 
to to give her the grace to say this person has repented. Why don't why don't why doesn't my forgiveness can my forgiveness flow through you to this person? Yeah, yeah that's beautiful. Yeah. So Rebecca, this is all predicated on, excuse me, you know, your work, your scholarship, as you were writing the Beatitudes through the ages. So, I mean, that's that's a powerful lesson. I'm sure along the way, in all the scholarship and reading and thinking and praying about the Beatitudes, you, you came up with some spiritual strength there. I absolutely did. You know, I it was such a wonderful surprise, and I suppose I shouldn't have been surprised, but to you know to feel myself be changed and and deepened by writing a book, you know, um, but I really did. I just, I dwelt so deeply with these Beatitudes I, for five years, because it took me five years to write this book, and I just, it, it made me rethink, you know, how I, how I treat people who are poor, um, because of the blessing, you know, on the poor and the blessing on the poor in spirit. Um, am I humble? Do I, do I acknowledge my need for others? Um, uh, am I merciful? Um, uh, you know, am I am I pure in heart? Can I see the image of God in others? Can I see God in in His creation? You know, so I really it was such a deepening experience for me, and I feel like I'm still living into the Beatitudes every day, learning more about them. Don't miss the book, The Beatitudes Through the Ages, author Rebecca Eglund. Rebecca, thanks for being back. Thanks so much. Such a pleasure. Yeah, our pleasure. Truly, it is. I mean, God help us all. Yes. I need to see the image of God in those around me. Blessed are the poor of heart, for they shall see God. Take a quick uh, break. Come back. The daily feature. Does this make sense? I remember getting tacos for a quarter in high school. Today, taking my nieces out for tacos demands a quarter of a paycheck. Buying gas is a gas. Buying Gatorade takes financial aid. Buying clothes has me watching knitting videos. And I thought about cutting my own hair until I saw the price of safety scissors. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage. And prices are up everywhere, meaning the pressure is up for a lot of us. One thing that we're seeing a lot of listeners do to try to help is a cash-out refinance. Home values have gone through the roof, meaning most of us could cash out that extra value in our homes to use for life. I had a listener last week that was over the moon with her situation. She said she was going to use the extra cash to pay off all of her debt, do something special for her kids, and then just save the rest to fight these crazy price booms. If you're curious what that might look like for you, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330, Department of Banking, Mortgage Lender License number 22672. There has been a lot of conversation lately about what is Christian higher education. What about the institution that you would go to if you were interested in being a believer and having a higher education? Mm-hmm. It's hard to quantify in some ways. Yeah, because some people look at it and think it's about going to a school where all of your beliefs that you have when you start the school are just encouraged. Or reinforced. Bolstered, reinforced. Mm -hmm. Other people will look at higher education, especially Christian higher education, and say, wait a second, I'm there to expand. I need to know more. I want to increase my view of the world and Christ in it. It can be a dangerous, slippery slope, especially politically where we are now. Yeah. Education, though, is always an adventure. It should be an adventure because it should be taking you out of your comfort zone. It should be exposing you to things that you didn't know and helping you to reevaluate and be more solid in the truth that you already believe in. Now, we know how the story ends. If you're a believer, you know 
Christ will reign. We should not be afraid. Look online at Grove City College. Grove City College online, gcc.edu. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. FY, it's about more than sports and working out. It's about making my community better. Living a healthier life. Spending time together as a family. It's where I go to learn and play after school. The Y strengthens communities. By helping kids reach their full potential. Encouraging healthy living. And inspiring social responsibility. Get involved. Find the Y near you. Visit YMCA.net. Tonight, partly cloudy. It'll be warm and humid. Low tonight at 74. Partly sunny. A hot one tomorrow. A heavy thunderstorm for the late afternoon. That could bring us some hail and damaging wind. The high tomorrow at 90. Mainly clear skies for tomorrow night. Low 68. Mostly sunny. Not as warm. And lower humidity for Friday. It'll be a breezy day. The high Friday, 83. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Steve Williams. Makes sense. Does what make sense? Ice tea mix. The nest tea. Maybe the what is it? It's not four M. Four D. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, four C's. Four C's. Four M. The sister of the three M business. I believe those are post its. Four yeah. M. What do you think about ice tea mix? Ice tea mix. <clears throat> Yeah, well, I'd say in its place, it makes perfect sense. What is that place? Like a um, church picnic. Oh, You're making massive quantities. So you're making like a big cooler full. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's a softball game. We're going to have some iced tea under the big cooler. Mm -hmm. And so you, you know throw three cups or whatever that thing is in the water and the mm-hmm. ice and stir it up get some iced tea i'm not saying it's like you know high-end whoa holy smokes mm-hmm. where's the twinings but it, you know it covers a need you think it does yeah very much it makes perfect sense to me yeah. okay yeah you're misguided if you think it doesn't make any sense yeah well then i'll call me misguided come on what are you saying makes any sense what are you going to use like 55 is, tea bags yeah, to make one of those of. things i just i feel too like long. so how about let's just go with water i mean i understand that you might not want to do that you might want to not want to put all the tea bags in the, but then let's just celebrate water and all of the contaminants that mine clearly has after the link that Christy sent me. I I just like why bother? That's a low bar. Let's celebrate water. Well, look. I mean, let's it's celebrate. Ninety six degrees. If you can't celebrate water today, when can you? I just feel like that isn't iced tea. Well, no, it's iced tea. Of course, it's iced tea. No, it's not iced tea. No, it's, it's, iced like, tea. it's like dehydrated something, but well, it's not iced tea, reason, really. I mean, is Sanka coffee? In some incarnation, yes. Is it, it really? You know, yeah, it started out as coffee, and then it became, you know, through science, something else. Okay, so if someone, so if you come over to my house and I offer you Sanka, are you going to say? I would, out of curiosity, I'd jump <laughs> at it. How weird is that? Give me a cup of Sanka. <laughs> Definitely. I'm t- I don't think <laughs> keep it coming. I don't think it's tea. I don't think iced tea mix makes sense. I think either you make iced tea, which is super easy with a tea bag and water. It's not like it's complicated, it takes right? Too long. It doesn't make it doesn't take too long. Anyway, either you do that or you just go with water. Right. Doesn't make sense. Does this make sense? The church fair. Oh. That's a big thing in Western PA. It's gigantic. Right. I mean, I've been to church fairs, I mean, since I was a kid. Of course. Oh, man, you Growing love it. Growing up at St. A's, right? The oh. church. And it was, was it Labor Day weekend? 
Uh, I'm not sure when it was, but I mean, it was a gigantic summer. thing. Wait, you're just about to go back to school. Oh, yeah. I remember going to the church fair in Bloomfield whenever I was like you know, living there. It was like a casino. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Holy smoke. That I went was to a lot of fun. St. Teresa's is the one I went to growing up. Oh, yeah. Paul Kress took my kids there. Oh, to St. Teresa's? Yeah. Uh-huh. A, I love the church fair. It makes perfect sense to yeah. me. It's a great community thing. It's a fundraiser. Yeah. Fun for all. The, the church puts on its best face at the church fair. Funnel cake? Oh, yeah. Always. Pro funnel cake. 101.5 WORD. Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends. With the best new music. New, new, new music. New music from Jeremy Camp. Getting started. Only getting started. We the Kingdom. Miracle power. Never known from Irene Rock. Celebrating 20 years of bringing Pittsburgh's favorites and the best new music. 101.5 Word FM on the weekend. Before Bamboo HR. <laughs> feel like crying just thinking about it. We were still handling everything via paper and we literally had paper stacked. It was all in spreadsheets and like folders. From the moment I started using it, I felt calmer. As soon as we started using the bamboo like onboarding checklist, I mean, <laughs> it was extremely easy. Headcount, turnover, uh, years of service. Like there's just so many different reports that I use at different points in time. I'm like totally set free to focus on the people, to focus on development, to focus on team dynamics. It's freeing me up to do more of the stuff that actually matters in HR, which is interacting with people, learning from them, and then building stuff for them. Everything is in this one place. I can't even imagine what it would be like without Bamboo HR. We're Bamboo HR, and we'd love to set you free to do great work. Come try our award-winning all-in-one HR software for free with no strings attached. Visit BambooHR.com slash HR for this free trial offer. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. The word around town is that Pittsburgh homeowners are choosing doing it right when it comes to their roofing, siding, and remodeling projects. That's because since 1984, doing it right, roofing, siding, remodeling continues to set the bar through clear communication and an installation that's second to none. Doing it right employs only the most experienced professionals to install and oversee your project. They'll stop at nothing to ensure your satisfaction, doing business honestly, taking no money down and no payment until the job is complete. Doing it right will ensure that all work is installed to the industry's highest standards. Then, back it all up with their lifetime workmanship warranty. As a prestigious multi-award winning Owens Corning Platinum Contractor, as well as a VSI Certified Installation Contractor, you can't go wrong with doing it right. Mention John and Kathy for a discount off your estimate. Call 724-NEW-ROOF for a free project evaluation or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. The Mechanical Services Company has fixed HVAC systems large and small for over 100 years. For fair treatment, expert service, and affordable solutions 24-7, 365. Find them online at tmscHVAC.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. The Next Door app. Oh, do you do you have it on your phone? Yep. Do you ever comment? You ever post? Some no, I never post. I have commented maybe twice mm-hmm. in the three years I've had it. Maybe I will never, never, <laughs> <laughs> never. However, I do use the Nextdoor app for um, recommendations. 
Oh, like for restaurants, for... Right, yeah. Okay. Like, you know, what was I looking for the other day? Something, what was it? And I was like, oh, that's a good idea. You know, like... So you're taking from it, but you refuse to give to it. What am I going to give? I, and seriously, do you and I need another form? No, we don't. Yeah, people can hear us wherever they want to hear us. So... Do you read it? <laughs> what I've done is I've gotten rid of all the emails that, you know, you know... Hey, you know, this person's posting this, yeah. all those notifications. Occasionally I dip my toe into it because I'm just kind of curious. More often than not, though, when you do look at it, someone's dog is lost, a cat's mm-hmm. been found. Right. Mostly it's about pets. Yeah. People looking for landscapers or someone to do some or electrical work. Or complaining about someone who was rude at Costco. Right. Or exactly. I went to Aldi and don't ever go there again. Exactly. Because their red grapes are terrible. Right. <laughs> So, and I'm not saying they are terrible. No, no, just using it as an illustration. Right. So it's 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 more like social media. Right. People just acting poorly, pretty much. Do you? Although, how about the, I always find this curious. People say, "Hi, I'm your new neighbor." I know. I'm, Hi, I'm I Michelle. Moved, I'm I just moved here from Savannah, Georgia. Right. I'm like, what? Who, can you imagine doing that? No, on, never. I think that is. Super odd. People do that all the time. Yeah, I know. I just came in and wanted to say hi. Hi, and I was like, hi. Right. Although, they're, they're, uh, maybe maybe those people are nice and you and I are uh, there's the 100%. jerks. There's yeah, I think this is probably like For years, there was a guy right next to rap and uh, he, uh, he was like, you know, <laughs> Tino or something like that. He was like, hey, we're going to meet from play volleyball up at the gym. And I was like, go play some volleyball with Tino. <laughs> Did you go? I never showed up, no. Mm-hmm. And then Tino stopped posting. So people probably were like, uh, you know, I'm not playing volleyball Tino. And, that was but I, I kind of like the idea of it. Like, that was like the best of the next door after me. Okay. Neighborhood volleyball. Funny you should bring that up. Yeah. Because I want to uh, tell you that just a few minutes ago, I read the best of next door. Oh. Okay. The best of. And yes. This is your neighborhood. This is my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Now, wait, one more thing. When I do the next door app, it's just my neighborhood. Because people, you, you can do like, you know, the geographic sweep right. of Here's the continent the of the United States. I don't even remember what I signed up for oh, at this point. I get, okay. I get it. I don't know. Right, right, right. I don't know. Oh, I don't remember. Something funny to bring this up because I got an email today that said, Google has now allowed all of your calendar blah, blah, blah to like the universe. And I was like, wait, wait, <laughs> what? how did I do that? I don't you know. And I went to try to, I can't. So now apparently my calendar's out there. Great. That's good news. <laughs> And I don't know how I did that either. Right, exactly. Like, what if, how, I just fell into a hole and I clicked the button and there it is. Right, I don't know what's happening. Anyway, this, listen, to, this is what Ann posted on Nextdoor. Ann said, I just want to express and show how grateful and touched I was by two strangers. I was at the Giant Eagle at Mount Nebo. I usually do not shop there. I had not checked my bank account and forgot a $182 loan comes out each month. I got to the register and had problems with my debit card. And then I realized after checking my account, I was negative $137. So I apologized to the cat. Wouldn't that be horrible? The word. How embarrassing. I apologized to the cashier and I started walking out. I was just at the door and an employee came and tapped me on the shoulder and said that a customer, a man, wanted to pay for my groceries. I was totally surprised and humbled. So I walked back, and there was this young man in his late 30s. He paid for my groceries and refused to give me his name to pay him back. I hugged him twice. (laughs) That's fabulous. What a great story. Isn't that a great story? Yeah. 
I mean, for all of our, you know, at the top of five o'clock, we were talking about there's a record high. Fifty percent of Americans, according to Gallup, rate U.S. moral values as poor. Mm -hmm. When you see something like that happen or you read something like that, you think people can be so good. Yes. And there's a lot more of that that we don't know. There really are. Right. We ignore and and the internet. We never would have thought this mm-hmm. in the early days of the internet that all the internet would do is magnify terrible stories one after another yeah. and make us think the worst possible thing about, about each, each other, other, right? And it takes a moment like this when you read that story, which I did during the commercial break, and I thought, you know what, we have to remember. First of all, we have to tell these stories to each other yes. because it's so important. Well, Samajio Day, it's just what it's, we just talked about, is, yeah, Rebecca. Eklund. Exactly, image of God. Right. right. We see each other. Right. If we do see each other as the image of God, it changes our perspective. However difficult that is. I mean, you know, me one minute going, John, be good. And then five minutes later, like you know, upset at traffic. Right. It's just a it's a tool, isn't it? I mean, it's a muscle that has to be. It is. It's a muscle. Enforced, and, enforced, you know, I was enforced, thinking enforced. as I was reading this uh, account by Anne on my Nextdoor app that um, if that was me and I was the guy Standing pain, there, pain, or, yeah, yeah, right. So watching someone ahead of me not be able to afford their groceries. What would you? What would you do? What would I do? And I fear that I just wouldn't think of doing that. Or you couldn't afford it, right? But say I could afford it, and today I could afford it. Yeah. So I could cover this woman's one hundred and thirty-seven dollars. Yeah. Okay. But you wouldn't think about that. Well, I, I don't know. I think because I feel this sense of personal boundary, like. Like oh, I don't want to improper get, for me to do that. Yeah, like I don't want to upset or yeah, like it would be like improper or I'd be they're embarrassed and I don't want to make them more embarrassed or something like that, which is a horrible response. I'm just I I really pray that if I'm ever confronted with this, that I would I would be clear thinking enough at the moment the humility to do the right thing. So in that in that exchange, what was happening was okay. So your card's been declined probably three times, mm-hmm. right? They try it, try it, try it, and then she looks up on her phone to see what's going on, right? And then realizes she's overdrawn in her account. Does she put her items back in a cart? That's what she. I guess she would have said, "I'm sorry, I can't take these." But then, but those items were still. She walked away, right? And those the items, items were, were still, still there. there, right? The bill, you know, there it was. The guy just said, I got this. Yes. And then the bagger quickly did this. Yep. And, and then, then s- sent someone back. I mean, had, to that had to happen. That really exchange. quickly. That's what I mean. He thought it, his immediate response was I to do, do it. This. Was to do that. And I just fear that my immediate response would have been, uh, like, I just would not. Anyway, he, whoever this man is, has inspired me that if I'm ever in that situation, I'm going to do that. Imagio day. Yeah. If I have the funds, step up and just do it. Well, how, that's kind of like the pay it forward thing. It is. Right? Which I've, have you done that? I, I mean, you read about this all the time. Okay. So I did that only because in a Starbucks line at Green, over here in Green Tree. Yeah. Only because the person in front of me did it for Somebody me. Somebody started it. Yep. It wasn't me who started it. Mm-hmm. That's a really, it's just, it restores your faith. In humanity, well, think, which is what we need since 50% of Americans say that U.S. moral values are poor. It was last night. Oh, I know. I, I, was, I watched the end of the Pirates game last night. <laughs> yeah, so we were both watching it yeah. and texting about how the Pirates were being no hit. Which was a really great little It, wa- it was. But it broke it was, your heart for the poor guy. I know. It's really sad when your team mm-hmm. is so bad that you're rooting for the other <laughs> pitcher, especially when he's a cardinal. I know. Exactly. That was a lot. 
Anyway, so at, the game was over, and I was just, you know, I was going to go to bed. I, but I switched, like, you know, down to local news. Now, I tell you, I never watch local Me news. Me neither. What a complete and absolute train wreck. Now, if, if I mean, it went from one shooting to one person being assaulted to one, you know, I mean, just House one fire. heinous thing after another. And I... I, I it's been a long time since I've watched local news, and God bless those men and women who are, you know, doing that. And it's not an easy job, but that's like the worst of humanity, and that's the business model of showing the worst of humanity. Right? It's you know, I'm going to wake up in the morning and seek out those stories, however small. I mean, this was like some of the stories were like you know happened, you know, at a corner somewhere, and all of a sudden there it is broadcast across you know portions of right. three states, and no one knows Anne's story. No, right. And I'm, you know, you're watching those stories of the shootings and the assaults and nodding your head and going. Right. And you're watching the January 6th committee and you're watching people protesting outside Brett Kavanaugh's house. Or and whatever. Thinking, yeah. All the things that you everything willfully about engage news, to read. Everything it. about news is negative. Why? Why they'll, is that? They'll do, the, Why? they'll do the 30 second segment at the end. And on a lighter note, or, right. oh, to magnify happy voices in America, we bring you. Right. But, Here's a little puppy. And meanwhile, you're like, exactly. I need yeah, to increase my dosage of whatever that is that helps me get through the day. I don't know. Uh, emotionally, psychologically, it is better for me to get my news through reading than it is oh, watching it. It's 100%. just it, it it's just way better for me. How, I, I don't watch news. Neither do I. I don't watch cable news at I night. Either. I don't watch local news. I don't watch NBC nightly news. I don't either. Or any, I don't watch. I haven't anything. seen it. I don't. I don't even know where it is on my dial. And I feel like you and I have to. I mean, obviously, we're up on the news. We do I that read. every single day. But reading it is better. It is better, but at the same time, you do fall into that trap because you know I'm curating my news feed, whether it's through the you know the national media or the local trib or you know uh, Post Gazette or City Paper or whatnot. They lead with that, right? Mm-hmm. Right. If it bleeds, it leads, right? That, that's the the axiom in local news. Heaven help us! I, I know it's just it's 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 a bad scene. Anyway, and story. Let's focus on stories like that. Yeah. Because that is a really great story to tell. Very kind. All right, we can we stop? Yeah, okay. we're oh, done. Oh, wait, wait. It's one, it's one more thing. The uh, Gateway Clipper thing. Sign oh, up there. Oh, yeah, let's talk about that. August 16th. August okay. 16th, John and I are taking a cruise. Not to the Bahamas. Wouldn't that be nice? But around the Three Rivers, that would be nice. If it goes well going around the Three Rivers, maybe we can like do the Bahamas, the Caribbean I, next year. I drive by that every day, the Gateway Clipper line. Yeah. And think, oh, those people are out there having a good time. Yeah. So join us August be 16th. Be one of those people. Sign Word up at wordfm.com. At the Original Mattress Factory, we know that a middleman adds little actual value. Unfortunately, most mainstream mattress brands sell their products through a retailer. This only adds more cost that gets passed along to the customer. At OMF, we choose to eliminate the middleman and sell directly to you. This factory direct approach allows you to buy a great product at the lowest price possible. No middleman markups here. Visit an OMF location today to see the original Mattress Factory difference for yourself. Parents are an extremely important part of their child's education. Cara Bell, 
Principal at Jubilee Christian School in Mount Lebanon. We try to partner with parents and try to instill values that the parents want as well. We love to have parents come in and volunteer for activities, for recess, for lunch, to help out in the classrooms, field experiences once a month. We try to team so that we can meet the child's needs. Imagine, believe, achieve Jubilee Christian School K-7 through grade. Now enrolling for the fall at jubileecs.org. The Mechanical Services Company Trusted, proven, preferred For all mechanical systems Heating and air Our team has got you covered Maintenance, service, installs and repair Call us when you need comfort Online at tmschvac.com The Mechanical Services Company Trusted, proven, preferred if a super flexible schedule, great benefits, paid time off, and a signing bonus sound good, consider NAMS Transportation. NAMS has provided safe transportation to Northern Allegheny County and Pittsburgh seniors for over 40 years. Van drivers start at $17 an hour, sedan drivers at $14 an hour, plus a $2,000 signing bonus for part-time drivers and a $4,000 signing bonus for full-time. Must be 25 or older, no CDL required. Call 412-406-8611 today. It's a very common fear to have a fear of the dentist. There's a reason patients love Dr. Megan Stock. Voted Pittsburgh Trib's best of the best dentist in Northern Allegheny County for the second year in a row. I feel particularly drawn to making sure that all patients are at ease. That extra gentle touch, the extra nudge to tell them it's okay, we'll get through this together. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. Stock Family Dentistry, Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and help you save time and money down the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. National Lobster Day. How do you feel about lobster, John? I love it. Do you? But I, I never, never eat it. Right. And the closest I get is I'll go to Roland's and have a lobster oh, roll. roll. Right. Sure. I mean, they're super pricey. Yeah, Christy, lobster. I don't mind lobster. Okay. But you don't love it. You wouldn't no, go because I, I can't afford it, so I'm not going to love it because right. I can't get it. Right. I remember when I, my first job uh, was a busboy at Polize. Oh, sure. And so it was kind of, remember the like Kleins downtown? Yeah. Are you kidding me with the lobster on yes, the sign? Yes, exactly. Yes. And Polize had lobster door handles. Right. I forgot about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So there was a time where lobster was considered, you know, yes. the pinnacle yep. of, you know, sort of culinary yeah. excellence. Right. right. Super expensive, kind of a lot of work. To get there. Yeah. You think? I am disinterested in lobster. Really? I don't really like it. Have you been to Maine? Mm-hmm. No. no you go to Maine. I, I'm so going to have ate, some. I'm going to eat lobster I in Maine. I ate lobster every day when of I was course. in Maine. Mm. We were there for, I don't know, 10 days or something. Delish. I ate lobster every day. Yeah. Because, is. but it's a lot cheaper there. Mm. And it's a lot, it tastes a lot oh, different. Man. Because it's right, I mean, I, we went with Maine. We went with my friend Claire who lives in Bath. 
she took us to this little place and it's on this little inlet and you sit on a dock really? and you tell them what you want mm, yeah. and they go out and get it. What? They go out and get it. And you wait until they find a lobster or four or five, however many people. Yep. Here's your lobster. You wait. They come in and there's your lobster. Oh, that's cool. Okay, so that is a whole different experience right. than buying a lobster at a restaurant in Pittsburgh. Or a frozen it's just, lobster that's tail. That's not at, the you know, same thing. Giant eagle or I something. just don't care that much. Yeah. Lobster roll, mm, uh, I never had until I was in Maine. Uh huh. And it's really delicious. It sure is. Well, it's like the little, little toasted bun, yeah. right? And they give you lemon to squeeze mm-hmm. on top, which I think is just yeah. magically delicious. I like Rollins. You, I haven't been to Rollins for a while. I've, been a, well, I've never had a lobster roll. Haven't there. you? That's the place to go in Pittsburgh with a little slide of coleslaw. I love coleslaw. Delish. But I don't know if you're having a lobster roll if you need coleslaw. Because that's need a both. lot. You, yeah, it's nope. A, okay. You need both. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I'm just saying. All right. Brought that up. All right. How about buying a French bakery? Oh, I saw this. Uh-huh. Uh, Jean-Marc Chantelier, he's looking to sell the French bakery in Millville. Uh, it's, it's hard to believe. It's such a sweet little place. 30 years this bakery's been oh in Millville. Oh, my gosh. Of all places. I know. Millville? Yeah. And there's a French bakery. Yes. Millville's a wild little place, isn't it? I love isn't it, it? There. Me too. It's, I mean, of all places yeah, that you would like, never that expect thrive, that Jean-Marc would have settled there. Or the, you know, the industry or the community. It's right. a really great communal mm-hmm. neighborhood. It really is. It's old Pittsburgh, new Pittsburgh, right? There's something about it. Okay, so uh, Jean-Marc Chantelier, he's 60. He is a French pastry chef who is the son of a baker from Brittany, France. Um, he said, you know, I've, I, I'm going to sell them bakery. People have approached me before for investment purposes, but he said, I'm not just going to sell the bakery to anybody. Mm. He said, those people have no clue how to make macaroons and nut roll. So uh, it's been open uh, since the uh, 1991, as a, first as a wholesale business. It includes macaroons, it's such a listen. It is a tiny cream. little place. Mm-hmm. It is, it probably, I don't know, what, can you get six people in there? Maybe. Maybe. But everything is such a... A delight, and it is. isn't everything beautiful, John? It's, oh, it's fabulous. Yeah, yeah. So he he fell in love. This guy Chantelier with a girl who grew up in Shaler, and they she brought him to Pittsburgh. So they met in France. Yeah, helped him realize his dream of owning his bakery in her native land. That's what fell in love with her and was like, I love you. I want to have a French bakery where you oh live. Oh, my gosh. Is that fantastic? <laughs> he said he didn't care about Millvale's low profile compared to the more moneyed parts of town. All he knew that it was located in the middle of Allegheny County and uh, it was a good wholesale business. He could easily travel to deliver his nut rolls, get into the his strip His nut quickly. rolls are absolutely outstanding. Yep. Um, the only uh, French baker from many miles around when he first started. He said, I'm sorry to step away. But I'm looking to sell, and I'm going to go through a broker. So uh, if you have uh, like-mindedness with some culinary skill, we'll at least engage in a conversation. Does it have to be a French baker? I think it's preferred. Okay, good. I, I, I would mm-hmm. as a as a patron, I would like it to be a French baker. Okay, I need to correct one thing though. You said yeah. macaroons; they're macarons. Macarons, right? Yes, which are right. different. Macaroons are the ones with coconut. coconut right. The his are the beautiful ones oh. that are gluten free. I believe they're made with rice flour or almond flour. I don't know. With all, all the different flavors, yeah. all the different colors. It's so it's such a beautiful place. Christy, have you ever been there? No. Oh, okay. don't, yeah. I still get excited. You get excited when you go inside a bakery? Oh, my gosh. Especially one like that where mm. everything looks special. Yeah. There's a bakery over in uh, Squirrel Hill. I think it's called Five Points. You've mm. been there? No, I haven't. Is it the one on the corner of Murray and No, uh, it's uh, 
Um, it's it's back by uh, the Children's Institute, right down the oh, hill. Oh no, I don't know. Right that down the one. hill, really, on Northumberland. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I don't know that one. Lovely little place. Oh, by the rug by the rug store. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Close to Homewood Cemetery. Right. Okay. I want to go to the bakery. Interesting. If you go to the bakery, what what are you looking for? Besides well, a lady John, lock. I don't like lady lock, I'm so I'm definitely not looking for uh, I'm always tempted by tiramisu, which is oh, probably my favorite dessert of all time. Or anything that's cheesecakey. Cheesecake. Christy, I know you're on my side. Though. I am on your side. How about a thumbprint cookie? Yes. Yeah, he makes delicious thumbprints. Does he, too. though? Yes. With and a they're French not, baker. They're not like pedestrian thumbprints of course there's nothing there no my mom used to make thumbprint cookies with um raspberry jelly oh sure mm. I, that what, did she put the little vanilla like glaze on oh. there that's nice huh? grace hall love grace hall celebrity birthday john too yeah. today um courtney cox from friends <laughs> monica keller uh, nothing well 58 exactly <laughs> what the heck <laughs> helen hunt Mad oh, about you. Uh, Helen Hunt, uh, in the same vein, 60. 59. Yeah, bingo. Oh, my. What a weird ability you have. Well, it's just that, I'm telling you, it's a very narrow band with both those very women weird. from the same time frame, right? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, that's the show. Look for us uh, online. The podcast is up and running. I promise I never tell them these people ahead of time. I don't Have a great night. Thanks for being with us. The Ride Home with John and Kathy. A production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.